Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Boise, loving a city deeply means you're allowed to dislike some things about it. So we're back with a Mother's Day edition of our Hater's Guide to Boise, this time with our pal Graham McBride. He tells us where he would take his beloved mother-in-law, Linda, even though those places are definitely not his vibe. It's Tuesday, May 2nd. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Graham. Welcome back. Hey, Emma. Thanks for having me. So we did A Hater's Guide to Boise Part 1 already, and it was very fun. People loved it. We did it with Julia Green. And uh, how we did it the last time was we picked, like, uh, someone who bullied us or an ex-boyfriend or something, and we said where we would take them for a bad time in Boise. And you said you had some really good picks. Yeah, I love this. I think it takes a certain deep love for a place to uh, have any sort of uh, hate for it. Um, when you really love a place, even if it's something that you hate, you understand um, how great it is and how it must be important to other people, but that you can recuse yourself from it and say, you know, it's not for me. So where are we starting and, and who, are you, who are you taking? Are you taking somebody you hate or somebody you love out, out for this outing? So my partner's mom, um, who I've had the fortunate experience of of traveling quite a bit with, um, and we get along great, um, and I love her, but we both understand that when it comes to traveling, we are looking for different things. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my partner's uh, mom, uh, Linda, uh, she uh, loves to check out the shops, um, browse around, mosey her way through a cute part of town, uh, see what's happening, chat with the locals, pet the dogs, where I am trying to find the city dump, trying to find the <laughs> oldest building in town, you know, looking for the museum with the worst reviews, just looking for, uh, you know, the the deepest cuts that I, that I can find in a place. So knowing that about the two of you, where, where are you going? For a little shop. When she comes into town, she has to hit the capital city market that they that they host in the Grove in the summers. Okay. And I'm getting so you're not a fan. You don't you're not a fan of Capital City Market. You know, I I appreciate its merits and I appreciate all of the vendors who uh, go out there and make amazing products. And it's it's a high stress, high anxiety, a lot of people, a lot of traffic. When I see a crowd, I cross the street. The idea of of, of fumbling around, throwing dollars uh, all to get, you know, at the end, rainbow spoons and some, you know, f- fancy olive oil. 
that's just not for me. I get that. I I really love the capital city market, but it is very crowded. Uh, mm-hmm. It's extremely packed. Uh, and uh, I guess I, I love a wooden spoon, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is definitely mom bait. So... Um, <laughs> Oh, no. You're, yep. Got it. That's exactly why I love it. <laughs> total mom bait. You're so right because my kids hate going with me. Um, and I'm always like, oh, guys, look at these tiny little candles. And they're like, ah, let's go. So, well, where instead, instead of the Cap City Market, where are you going? Yeah. So I'm, I'm dropping her off at the market and then I'm heading down to Main Auction, uh, you okay. know, where Fairview and Main Street meet um, and much more my vibe. Uh, it's this, you know, 100 plus year old barn that has weekly auctions, um, which since COVID, the auctions themselves are hosted online. So once again, I get to avoid a crowd. If the market is mom bait, the auction is grand bait. <laughs> Everything that I didn't think that I needed um, is at the auction and be willing to, you know, overlook a little dirt, overlook a little rust and be able to get some uh, real scores that way. Nothing makes me happier than spending an afternoon at the auction and coming home with a carload of junk that I have to find someplace to put. So after after your shop, after you guys do that, where are you going to lunch? For sure. So, you know, prior to coming to Boise and she was doing her research um, and of course, you know, Idaho being a potato state, she found uh, the Mecca of of French fries in downtown Boise. And that would be uh, Boise Fry Co. Okay. So she drops me a text and says, hey, do you want to meet at Boise Fry? Um, And of course, I am the worst Idahoan. I don't even like French fries. Um, I don't understand why. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I see the appreciation. I see them on every single menu, you know, from the the greasiest spoon diners to, you know, the highest in places in town. Everybody's doing French fries. Um, but I, I just don't understand it. They're salty and they're fatty and they're fine. But I cannot imagine making that the focus of my meal. So you're not a fry person. So I suppose like something with Boise Fry where they have this gimmick, you know, burgers on the side. That's really that's is that for you? Do you you're not into that at all? No, I yeah, I mean, it's like I I appreciate the 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 chutzpah, the willingness to, uh, you know, put uh, a, a side menu and make that your focus. But for me, it is just too gimmicky. At the end of the day, it's a place that sells French fries. It also sells hamburgers. If I'm looking for hamburgers and French fries, honestly, I'm going to make my way down uh, Bogus Basin and I'm going to go to Hawkins Packout. Uh, very Ooh, okay. nostalgic place for me. Yeah, I I really like Boise Fry Co. Um, I Partly because I am a sauce girl. Uh, if you have a bunch mm-hmm. of different sauces, uh, that is so my jam. And I love that they have like all these different sauces to dip your fries in. I think that they should they should push more that they're a sauce place yes. uh, than a fry place. Because fries, yeah, you can they have good fries, but you can get fries anywhere. But they have a bunch of amazing, amazing sauces there. They do. And honestly, I really have to give props to them. They make all those sauces in-house. Um, mm-hmm. That is an impressive feat. I can see myself slipping into uh, uh, a sauce 
based uh, restaurant that was secretly serving me French fries. <laughs> so what do you get at Hawkins Packout? Like, what's your favorite? If, if you like the burgers, the burgers are great there. But what what else do you get? Um, you know, my favorite are their breakfast burritos. They have a breakfast burrito that has sausage and gravy, you know, but like biscuits, biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. in it. I love biscuits and gravy. One of the hardest parts is you really can't eat biscuits and gravy and drive. Like it's, it's a, it takes too many hands. <laughs> so if you could take biscuits and gravy and put them in a tube, uh, wrap it in a tortilla and sell it to me, I'm all on board. So I'm going to meet Linda down at Boise Fry Co. Um, but on my way, I'm going to have uh, grabbed one of those Hawkins breakfast burritos and, and scarfed it down. I haven't tried their breakfast burrito, so I am definitely going to be trying that very, very soon. So, okay, you guys, you've shopped and you've gotten some food in your belly. Now, where are you taking her, even though you're not so crazy about it? A must-see stop on any Boise tour is going to be Freak Alley, um, which you might be able to tell by the tone of my voice is not the most inspiring place for me as an individual. Um. I appreciate the artists who are are putting their their work forward. And really where I see the divergence is that every time I walk down there, it is the location of every cool teen's portrait shoot. I'm always seeing a, uh, you know, a person with a camera squatting down. It's definitely a very Instagrammable place. Um, and so I, I understand um, the attraction, but once again, I see a crowd across the street. Yeah, it has gotten pretty packed down there. Like the last time I was down there, it was there were so many like influencers. And also like for as long as I can remember before they cleaned it up down there, that was gum alley. Remember that? How gross that was? Oh, That's where yeah. everybody stuck their gum. And so for me, it always still kind of feels like gum alley, you know, like they cleaned it up. It looks nicer. I get it. Yeah. But it's still gum alley to me. All right. Well, where? So you rush Linda through freak alley. We let her get her picture, but we're like, let's actually go somewhere Graham wants to go. Where do you take her instead? I'm taking her over to uh, CW Moore Park. Um, definitely one of the more forgotten uh, parks in town, but honestly, maybe my favorite. And it's over on the corner of Fifth and Grove Street. The Water Wheel Park. Am I the right? The Water Wheel Park. Yes, you're correct. Yes. Yeah, yes. I love that park. I love that park. It's got beautiful magnolia trees, um, which you know make it lovely and pink in the spring. Uh, the Water Wheel, as you commented, that's the only exposed part of the canal which uh, fed the trees, which gave Grove Street its name. And it functions as an architectural cemetery of Boise's past. Uh, it's you know made up of bits and pieces from different buildings um, that were salvaged during the urban renewal process of the 1960s and 1970s, um, and has a lot of uh, wonderful reminders of of Boise's history. Maybe not quite as uh, Instagrammable, but um, worth a, a time uh, walking down memory lane of Boise's past. 
I didn't even, I, it's funny, I've been going to that park since I was a kid, and I guess I never really put together that you're right. It's this beautiful little architectural cemetery. I mean, I saw this stuff and was like, oh yeah, these are old blocks and stuff, but it is really actually a, a very like fascinating little historical spot in in Boise. Also, great place to take a date. Uh, I'm a bit of a one-trick pony when it comes to dating, apparently, because I would always just get, for like a first date, get a coffee at Flying M, walk over, sit it at uh, the Waterwheel Park, which I now know is C.W. Moore Park. Uh, so it's a good little a little spot for your mother-in-law or to take a date. Uh, what about something touristy? Like, would you take her to do something kind of touristy or no? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there, I think one of the ones that comes up frequently is going to be the old pen, the old Idaho pen, State Penitentiary, which, you know, is once again, one of these must-see places if you are in town. Um, for me, it is doom and gloom town. It is oh. way too depressing for me. I, I get that. Yeah, I totally get that, actually. Yeah. And I, you know, I really appreciate, you know, uh, the State Historical Society and Amber and her team and how much, you know, enthusiasm that they bring to the site. And and I see how popular it is. Once again, I see I see people, you know, streaming in, you know, almost everyone I know has been there at least once. I appreciate that because, of course, I appreciate history in all of its forms. But for me, it it just bums me out. Yeah, that is super fair because uh, I think we've even talked on the program before about how, you know, I I went to it as a child myself for field trips, have gone for concerts, for have gone for, you know, different arts things there and have gone to chaperoned my own children's field trips there. And uh, and, and actually, uh, when I was looking for somewhere to film my special, uh, someone had suggested, oh, you should use the women's, you know, they're using the women's mm. prison for like events and stuff. And I was like, I just don't think I want to do my comedy special at a prison. I think maybe uh, uh, as, as beautiful as I think that spot is and, and amazing as they've done so many things with it. It is at the end of the day, a prison. And a few times when I have been out there for events, I've felt like I've had semi mixed feelings on this space. And I guess I'm glad that it, it's gotten switched over to being a, a spot of joy and community and things. But it does sometimes feel a little odd to be at like, you know, an event there and be like, oh, yeah, this is a terrible place, actually. <laughs> this, this was a horrible place. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely um, the skeletons are in the closet are, are markedly visible. So uh, you don't take Linda to go visit the hanging room at the old pen. Where do you take her instead? Well, you know. Next door um, is uh, a lot more uh, Graham way of, of reinterpreting uh, a site like a prison. And that is the Idaho Botanical Garden, um, which has managed to uh, convert the old prison garden uh, into not only, you know, a beautiful uh, garden, but then is also, you know, host to the Outlaw Field series of concerts all summer long. Yeah, I really do love the Idaho Botanical Garden. I've actually taught beekeeping classes out there and I've done bug days a bunch of time. You know, the the um, children's event that they do is super fun and I've taught stuff there. Um, and really, you're right, like a really beautiful reuse of that space. And uh, and the the concerts are that's like one of my favorite Boise things to do is to go to a concert out at the outlaw field. It's it's really like a I don't know. You're right. Like a, a really good, a good way to sort of re reappropriate that space. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, 
Sounds like Linda's going to have quite the day. Uh, she's going to be run all over town, but she'll be full of uh, fries and get to see some history. Uh, well, thank you, Graham, so much for popping in for our haters guide and uh, come back anytime. We love talking to you. Hey, thanks so much. Yeah, it was great being here. Speaking of mom bait, at least for this mom, gardening season is here. And did you know Boise's composting program has been up and running for six years now? And like most communities, the city of Boise actually composts more than it recycles. According to their website, the Curbit Compost Program diverts about a third of the waste from Boise homes from going into the landfill. Plus, anyone who uses the city's composting program can get free compost at two different sites, the Idaho Botanical Garden and the Joplin Road compost site. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye. Bye.